0: Welcome to the show where three friends rate, debate, and investigate the films you'll love to see and hate to see. This is You'll Love to See It. Hello, and welcome back to another episode, if you'd love to see it. We're uh, fresh off of a week break for Thanksgiving, doing the film that we were going to do last Why week. Why was your break week? For week, What? I thought you were going to have a strong break. I did it I think I had a pretty strong break. <laughs> do, you not, do you not think
1: you had a strong break? Well, Eric didn't call his break weak. I didn't
0: call it week. I said Thanksgiving week. (laughs) Break. Yeah. What? Thanksgiving week break. Is that what I said? A week break. You said you took a week break. No, but like a week. But why was it (laughs) week? You know, I didn't actually watch a single film over Thanksgiving. So that's why it was a week break. Your life was a film. I guess it was. Well, I was going to go see. So we, we, we... I just didn't have any time and then they watched at one point Olivia's family watched Harry Potter, like the fourth one. Oh, I think. I've never classic, seen I've, classic. I've, I've, I've like never seen I've seen like two of them or three. Did whatever. you
2: put your name in the Goblet of Fire, Erie?
0: Is that is that the fourth one? I yeah, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it is. Um one day I'll actually watch all the Harry Potter movies and care. But uh-huh. that day is not today. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I could scream so loud. No, please don't. I was going <laughs> to see Gucci uh, House of Gucci, which was going to be this week's episode, uh, but I didn't, and I still haven't. You
2: know, there could be a hundred people in a room, and you... 99 of them don't believe that you didn't see House of Gucci, but I'm the one who knows. And I'm going to expose you. You did not watch House of Gucci. That's what I said. There could be a hundred people in a room.
0: What, what are you saying? There like, could be a hundred okay, people in a room. There could even be more than a hundred. I'm not the only one here who hasn't seen House of Gucci, to be fair. Eric. No, Eric. The hasn't. Eric, there could be a hundred people <laughs> in a room.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I know that you did you two watch any movies over break. Eric, I know you uh watched House of Gucci. Um, there could be a hundred people. <laughs> there could there I, could, I be a hun- that could be a
2: hundred could be, yeah.
0: I know <laughs> I know you watched uh, the power of the dog, or power of the dog. Oh, and, sorry. oh
2: it was powerful.
0: It was, yeah, well, you've seen it three or four times now. Two, two. Oh, okay. uh,
2: yeah, I know. But you're gonna see it a
0: third time on Friday. I am. And probably is it's probably gonna be your most watched film of the year. Actually, I watched Annette
2: three times.
0: Yeah, but you're gonna probably see Power of the Dog. I also
2: least. definitely seen Umbrellas at least three times already. Yeah, but I mean, like movie
0: that came out this year.
2: We'll
1: see. Yeah. It's uh, we'll see. really on seen Annette. Oh my god, I gotta... do don't,
2: don't you... Can I watch Annette? It's on Amazon Prime right now. Oh, okay. Right now. now. I you won't.
0: I'll add it to my winter list. I won't watch it right now. That is a, that's true because I have to record the podcast, but um maybe soon. What else did you watch anything else, Eric? Over time. break that you want to mention?
2: I watched We Need to Talk About Kevin.
0: Oh, I saw I saw it on Letterboxd. What did they? Talk about it. No,
2: they didn't talk about Kevin. they, they
0: needed to? Was it still they good? Didn't. They clearly um, needed to.
2: Um, can we get a
0: quick rating out of it?
2: There was like, uh, okay, basically, Ezra Miller plays this like school shooter type guy. He, um, like, it's basically Ezra Miller is the son of Tilda Swinton, and he like committed a Columbine type uh, crime. And it's Tilda Swinton trying to, like, convince herself that it's not her fault for raising him. Um, and sections of it were good. And other sections of it were just, like, I'm watching this child just be a terrible, terrible, like, child for, like, an hour knowing that he is about to do this thing. Because they introduced the fact that he's done, like, something terrible at the very beginning. Um, and just waiting for watching terrible things. But there's, like, a good section of it that's, like not bad but it it's like jumping between lots of different timelines but it, it it wasn't great not my favorite
0: wow it's uh sounds pretty grim honestly it was very grim yeah that doesn't sound like a thanksgiving movie a holiday movie <laughs> you know my Out friend here, you watch i watched the friend movies and he was and... like
2: i want to watch something sad and i was going through and watch this i was like yeah this is probably sad <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like let's do it that's
0: i mean you mentioned like you said three words and i was already sad <laughs> you got me there um, anything else Ezra over there are those, yeah, words? that was the words. <laughs> I
2: watched Come On, Come On, and
0: yeah. I watched yeah, yeah. the piano, yes. You watched the piano in anticipation for um, the power of the, the, power dog. Of the, the, the dog. Um, dog. you've seen piano before, right? Or no,
2: no, that was my first time. Good, it was okay.
0: Okay, what about Come okay. On, Come On? You said, Come On, Come On is very good. Yeah, you said I would like it. Um, that's I think also both on my would like it. oh, you would list. like it. Zach, exactly. you haven't seen it either. What, what do you think I would like? him
1: just a
2: great movie. It's like a great, like, natural... You like, guys
0: think you can read I me read at this point? You think you know I'm from a like a movie or not? Uh, yes. Do you think I'm the easiest book here to read?
2: I'm pretty easy to read, I gotta say.
0: Um, well, no, I thought Eric would hate... The only movie I've ever... I haven't really ever thought about it, but I knew... I didn't think... Well, Eric, you don't think about me? No, I, I didn't think you would like, um... The one movie we went to, I think what was the the night
1: movie? About me. The was
0: last th- duel. Yeah, the last duel. I thought oh, you'd hate yeah. that.
2: You thought I'd like Belfast.
0: Yeah, that's true. I made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I'm I'm O for two, and so far probably O for five with Caleb or something similar. Uh, Caleb, any other movies? Did you? Oh, I only went and saw
1: Licorice Pizza. Oh yeah. Well, we will be doing next week. Um, I'll just break it down for you right now so save you the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Licorice pizza next. we will
2: be doing you.
1: We will be doing it. Licorice is not the only thing they put on that pizza. <laughs> I don't want to know what they put on that pizza.
2: Pizza is not the only thing they make out of licorice.
1: Next week, do
0: you guys know what next week is? The week of December 6th. Uh, sixth. Sixth? Yes, but also we're going back to doing a double feature.
1: Stepping we back done, in time. We haven't done
0: a double feature in uh, <laughs> in a long, long time.
2: Yeah, uh, and that's going down the drain, <laughs> Caleb. And that's going downhill. I'll quote it all episode.
0: <laughs> Next week will be uh, a throwback to our old uh, double features. We'll be doing Power of the Dog and we'll be doing uh, Licorice Pizza. So. There's a chill. Did you see anything else, Caleb, or just Licorice Pizza over break?
1: If you really want me to spoil Licorice Pizza, I'll do it, Zach. No, you won't. Zach, you owe me one. No, yeah, but that would be (laughs) the worst one.
0: (laughs) I don't know if spoiling. For everyone who doesn't know, I spoiled Brokeback Mountain for Caleb.
1: Um, Just messed up because it just came out, and I didn't have a chance (laughs) to see it in theaters.
0: (laughs) What do you guys think the range of... I wish I knew how to quit you. What's it called when you commit a crime and, like... Crime. Committing a crime? <laughs> <That was endless. laughs> What's it called when you commit a crime and then, like, you can't be charged after a certain length? What's that called? There's no statute of limitations yeah, sta- here. <laughs> statute tonight. of limitations. What's the statute of limitations? get this mock no, 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 here. is mock trial. No, I'm serious. What is it? No, this is a genuine question. Genuine question. What is the statute of limitations for discussing films and using spoilers? Like, can I say spoilers for a 1948 movie? Or is it too soon? Do
1: you want me to I'm, spell out the entirety of the cabinet of Dr. Caligari for you? I've never right seen now? it.
0: But I'm serious. Like it, In your head, is it just you should always err on caution and never discuss? Or is it like if you are talking about a movie that was made in the 70s, can you... Ass-
1: are you do you just When are you it's about two tender s- cowboys, you can never be too careful. <laughs> yeah.
0: I want a serious answer. Eric, do you have an opinion? You haven't on
2: seen this? the movie, you don't know that they're cowboys.
0: <laughs> it was spoiled for me.
1: <laughs>
0: but did I spoil it that they were cowboys? I don't know. Well,
1: now I did. So Yeehaw sad face.
0: <laughs> you guys didn't answer my question. Any statute limitations on spoilers?
2: If you know the other person hasn't seen it.
0: How did I, did I know he hadn't seen it? You yes. could have checked
2: Letterboxd.
0: That's true. I you have.
2: also did check Letterbox when you wrote when you logged in. I, I
0: think I did know because I think I w- said something to Eric in response to a discussion while you were there, and then I said, "Oh yeah, this part or something like." Can that. Can I just say yeah. iconic sure soundtrack? A picture of relative. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah,
2: iconic, Who, iconic the, soundtrack. So good.
0: Who's the composer?
2: Um. The name escapes me.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was be someone that you were like a huge fan of or something. Um,
2: well, I'm about to search it up right now. That's
0: an amazing soundtrack. Brokeback Mountain. It's a solid movie. What? Do you, where do you stand on Brokeback Mountain, Eric? I, like I don't Brokeback know. I haven't seen it, but I know <laughs> I, I all didn't about say, it. Did, is your name Eric? Zach. I don't know. You didn't introduce us. You don't us. know all you about You didn't it.
1: introduce us today. Oh my gosh, so I didn't. So, I don't so know man, who I am.
0: start. Did I even introduce myself? I don't think I did. You said,
1: hello. I'm Zach.
0: I did not. <laughs> well, for those who aren't aware, I'm joined with Caleb and Eric today. So, which one? I still I don't, don't know which so. one I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you not know which one you are?
1: I don't know because we weren't properly you introduced. you having
0: a Kaufman crisis? Where was I? T- oh, Kaufman came up at uh, the Thanksgiving dinner. Do you know that? Uh, we were talking, I believe, with Olivia's brother. Right? Right. We're gonna bring her in here. A special guest moment. Well, <laughs> um we're gonna get her onto the podcast. Producer on air. Yeah. Producer on air. She's she's out there. We love she's each she's other in the producer so room right much. now. Uh hey, producer, can you can you hop on the head, head uh, the mic and headset for a moment? Can you take uh Caleb's headset? Wow and, <laughs> Why my headset? <laughs> well you can you don't have to oh, no, no she doesn't need a headset, she can hear. Um can you bold Did dude, we talk we talked about Kaufman during Thanksgiving, right? I did with you. No, no, but I thought... Damn. We, no, no, but we talked... Omicron. Didn't we talk... With are your, you... Wait, wait, wait.
1: Are you comparing your Thanksgiving dinner to the dinner and I'm thinking no, of no, ending that's things? Totally, that's well, what I'm saying.
0: Listen, but didn't we talk to your, your cousin, not brother, didn't we talk to your cousin about it? And he was like, oh, yeah, this cousin one, it? This one was my least favorite.
2: He that said... That was me.
0: No, no. You, <laughs> no, you, no. It was me. <laughs> so someone said that it wasn't you because I remember talking with them and they were like, they were like the one that Eric and Caleb love. It was their least favorite Kaufman. That
2: was Synecdoche.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't you, though. It better no, not Sam, have been you. Sam
2: did not like Sam, Synecdoche.
0: Okay, okay, Sam, yeah, well, Sam. We don't like Sam on this podcast. <laughs> Sam's a philosophy uh, PhD student.
2: I thought you were talking about I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which you is don't terrible, like. you don't like. which is absolutely They they, they
0: won't doubt that with you, or they won't fight that with I you. I
1: can't talk about that movie on this podcast <laughs> anymore. I'll, <laughs> or, or I'll experience it's, a baseless accusation. Did you
0: know that Caleb doesn't have any empathy, <laughs> if you weren't aware? Um, I didn't like the screenplay, so <laughs> I don't have any empathy. He was accused of not having empathy on our podcast, which is true, if you didn't know. By whom I'll tell you later. Uh, special guest we had on you'll Uh-oh. have to listen to the podcast yeah you have to go back and listen to the podcast with Kari Siegenthaler as the guest
1: well I guess she knows who said <laughs> Which it I, did, I
0: didn't say who in the podcast episode said it it could have been I me feel like
2: it was probably Kari Siegenthaler uh,
0: well why are we calling her out now Kari we love you if you're listening to this we also
1: love your last name Siegenthaler <laughs>
0: someone's been googling it in connection with the podcast at one point so we know she looked herself up probably Wow. I can see it on the website. How says. unempathetic. That's
2: what happens when you click allow all cookies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Thank you for your input. We are going to uh, move on to our film today. So may we uh, start.
1: We so are going may to start. we
0: start. The woof, film of this woof, week woof. is... Zach, don't
1: you think it's high time to start? <laughs> it is. I'm about to start. I'm trying to start. If you don't
0: interrupt me again. Does that sound good?
1: Uh, the budget's not
0: big enough. The budget's not big enough. <laughs> It never is. <laughs>
2: looks, All right, that was good. We That's are
0: <laughs> we are this week reviewing "Tick Tick Boom," the new musical, uh, Netflix musical, directed by Lin Manuel Miranda. Directed, he's not in it. Actually, he he's, he, is he is in, is, in he's it. In it for Excuse that, like, you, he, he is, is in okay, it, <laughs> but he's not in it to a, to a very good level. Um, Whoa! Or he's—I <laughs> should say—he's in it a what perfect it, how, you amount.
1: You think he messed up that chef cameo?
0: I think he messed. Uh, well, I think him being in um, the other movie was not great.
1: Which other movie? He's barely in it.
0: I know that was—I mean—too much though. Too much. No, I'm kidding. I love the guy. I won't say anything bad about him. <laughs> I'm just saying. He just that. did.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, Tick Tick Boom, uh, which is based on the autobiographical musical by playwright Jonathan Larson. Um, I wasn't aware that the movie was based off the musical with the exact same title, "Tick Tick Boom," and the musical was written. Um, I did did my research today, fellas. Uh, written in the nineteen nineties, um, <laughs> it was his second work after. Well, there's it was just a couple of smaller works, but after, which is, uh, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's in the film that basically Superbia? after uh, no, uh, yeah, after Superbia basically didn't go anywhere. Tick, tick, boom, this sort of self-autobi... Well, that's what autobiography means. Um, this autobiography musical um, was what he made after Suburbia and before he eventually became... Suburbia. Uh,
1: suburbia. Was that... What,
0: suburbia. Did I say it right? Is it not Suburbia? Superbia. Oh, Superbia. I, suburbia. suburbia. I, for some reason, I thought it was Suburbia. Superbia. Um before be he, uh, so Tick ago. Tick Boom was the musical he made um, that actually was on Off-Broadway for a, quite a few decades, uh, not decades, but like a decade or two. Um, the last time it was on was in 2016. It was on Off-Broadway. Um but Jonathan Larson is more known. Sorry, the, the, what what are they called? The plosives, the, the P's and B's. Anyways. Anyways, Jonathan Larson is known for being the They're actually called labials. <laughs> is it, are they actually? I thought they're called plosives. Like I'm 100% They're sure. also called labials. Oh, they're also called. But, is that your linguistics knowledge yeah, coming um, in? Damn, whipping sir. it out. Um, but Jonathan Larson is known for making the <clears throat> one of the most famous musicals, Rent. Um, which I mean, Rent was like one of my first musicals. I mean, maybe Caleb could talk about when he first saw Rent. I, have you seen Rent? Did I throw you under the bus? I, I
1: have. Have you seen Tick Tick Boom?
0: I have. Well, the movie, not the musical. Um, I didn't see Rent on Broadway, but I've I've seen um, I've seen the film, and I've seen a. Uh, school version, um, at my school of it. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of rent and I didn't know Tick Tick Boom even existed like the, the musical, um, which became a movie now. So, um, it's an incredible story and you know, I didn't really say anything about what it's about, but it's an autobiographical, I'm going to get that word right one day, autobiographical, uh, piece That basically tells his story of when he was uh, composing in New York City, uh, making Superbia, navigating his life, his love life, his career, and just dealing with anxiety and the tick, tick, tick in his head and everything like that. Getting older, the worst. Yeah, getting older, hitting 30. So Yeah, let's dive in. I I should say that this is directed Uh, by Mm -hmm. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, it stars. There's kind add. of really three main actors. Did it's uh, that, Andrew though. Garfield, who plays Jonathan Larson. Um, there's Alexandra Sh- uh, Alexandra Ship, who plays his girlfriend, and then Robert Robin De Jesus, who plays Michael. What did I say that wrong? Iconic. Oh, it's oh yeah. It's because I was navigating earlier whether or not it was De Jesus, but um. <laughs> I <laughs> will embarrass myself on the podcast, all right? I'll embarrass myself. You guys can throw the darts at me. It's okay. I'll take one for the team here. Um as I always do. Um uh, this is let's, benefit the team. <laughs> let's, let's let's talk tick tick boom. So what do you guys what do you guys think about musicals in general? Eric, you you love Annette, which is a musical, correct? I have not seen it still. I will. Yes. But other than Annette, um I know umbrellas is one of your favorite as well. Wow! What and La La Land? So, what what is your experience with musicals? Do you love them? Do you uh, meh them?
1: I love musicals. Just three five star movies, right? Oh, you forgot Singing in
2: the Rain. Singing in the Rain.
1: That's also yeah. is that a
2: five star film? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So you are you're a big musical fan. Yeah. Um. Have you seen many musical like productions? No. You should do it. Should I go to Broadway. Play-
2: easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, I know I know you're right you're um, right you're
0: right. I, I don't that sounded very like
2: Um <laughs> I don't know if I've ever I've seen The Sound of Music in Seattle. Oh really?
0: Was it a and school like production or like a professional? Like
2: a p- professional production and then I've, I've I've played a lot of like the West Side Story stuff because that's a like a Oh yeah. symphonic stuff symphonic dances. I've played that like way too many times to count. So I'm a big fan of that. And I've seen a lot of schools. Wow, so That's good seen...
1: news for you, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> okay, I am actually
2: no, I like I like the music for West Side Story though. Um and if you want the recording of it's the Pomona College Orchestra playing West Side Story is on YouTube. Oh
1: you
0: guys have Ooh. a oh I did not know. We played that.
2: it freshman fall.
0: Dang. Um Do you have a favorite musical then?
2: I have not seen it. Like movie musical? Yeah, it can be movie musical. Oh, umbrellas.
0: Umbrellas is your favorite. Um yeah. Caleb. You also, uh, you are a big musical fan, right? La La Land. What What is your favorite? Mu- oh,
2: also the whole. Sorry, need to. T- is that great a great mo- musical?
0: Movie musical. It is a movie musical. I haven't heard of it. Um, Simon Liang. <laughs> Caleb, have you or what is your favorite movie musical? Is that it's La La Land, right? What about Hamilton? Oh, does that count? Well, I I was gonna. I guess I can also ask you, what are your favorite? What is your favorite musical slash musicals?
1: You know, like. Um. Well, first one comes to mind, of course, is Shrek the Musical.
0: Have you actually seen Shrek the Musical?
1: Have you? Yes.
0: I'm serious. (laughs) My school did. My school. I'm not even kidding. The production company that I work with in Montana. I'm very lucky that I work with this group called ATP, who did um professional uh, alpine theater project Uh, i did it in high school but the the little kid show they did shrek the musical junior and so junior
2: wait what did they change to make it what's what's, what's shrek the musical adult (laughs) it's it's not like um
0: (laughs) it's like what's that what's the name of that show with like the sesame street characters but it's like adult sesame Street. no shut up um they did Shrek the Musical, and I watched it. So I'm junior. it. wait, wait. wait. Junior. Sorry, junior. Shrek one the sec, Musical. One junior. Sec,
1: w- one second. What? Adult Sesame Street? Are wait. you watching? No, 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 no. Okay, you're The Muppets. No, you're With not. With Lady Gaga. Like, are you no, talking about no, no. like R-rated Sesame Street? No, wait. Maybe it's not Sesame Street. I'm an idiot. Ooh, um, Zach. What are you watching? It's no. It's a very famous Zach? musical.
0: It's Avenue Q. <laughs> Do you not even know? Guys, you don't realize this, but I, I'm a big musical theater nerd. No, so. I knew this. Oh, you know what Ave- Avenue Q is? I that? think it's more. No, likely... I know. I knew you
2: were musical theater nerd. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs>
0: I think it's yeah. more
1: like you're just watching.
0: No, it's not. Avenue Q is a very, Street. is a very, it's a very cool musical. Um, we try to get it. Avenue to Q, do it in 18 high plus, please. No, you guys need. I'm serious. After this episode, I'm going to show you because it is the most inappropriate. Like it's with Muppets, and it's so inappropriate. It's hilarious. Can you give me a clip? I'll show you after. I can't give you a clip now. It might be a little it's too inappropriate. Too explicit. It, for it, the it's podcast. it's kinda, it's kind of it's kind of bad. It's hilarious though. Anyways, Caleb, <laughs> favorite musicals.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamilton, La-, La La Land, Hamilton. Yeah, I wasn't a big musical fan growing up. I really didn't like that they would start singing for no reason. <laughs>
0: you sound like Olivia. She says the same uh, thing.
1: But I've I've very much grown into it. I feel um, like you've
2: mentioned something rotten to me before. Yes,
1: and of course, mm. some I was about to say, uh, amazing show, incredibly underrated, uh, so funny, definitely funnier than this Avenue, more funny, funnier than this <laughs> Avenue <laughs> Q nonsense. You
0: haven't even seen Avenue Q. You don't know anything. Something
1: around. rotten is is just it's it's a brilliant show.
0: Uh, I I have, I have never that. seen it. Um. Yeah, I won't spend too much time Something on Something Rotten this, but is Henry McHenry. I, I think round it's, one. it's. I
2: think. Avenue Q is You Used to Laugh.
0: Most of our responses to this maybe were pretty positive because I think the three of us are genu- genuinely or uh, generally musical fans. Um, I did a lot of musical theater growing up and uh, Rent was definitely one of my favorites. Um, but uh, yeah. Tick Tick Boom is is really good. Like. I think that the music in Tick, Tick, Boom feels so like Rent in some ways and just like his style. Um, And it's very, I just love that it's very like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's so like, it, it seems so mundane. Like, it's just about things he's like experiencing or like sometimes like, the rhythms or things that just seem so weird, but it's just like so. I, I don't know how to describe it. I don't, I'm not a, a fancy enough to give you specifics of uh, genre or whatnot. Music. But uh, no, <laughs> I know it's musical. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, it's just. I think the music. I mean, that's a good place for us to start. I think the music in this is really good. Um, I think I, I did not know Andrew Garfield could sing. Um, I'm assuming that's all his own singing. I don't it know. It sounded like him. Yeah. And, um, overall the singing in the entire film from everyone was, was great. And I thought that, um, you know, I, again, I hadn't seen tick, tick, boom. I'm assuming the song, I'm, I'm assuming the translation from stage to film is pretty similar in terms of what songs they chose. I'm, I'm going to guess it's almost all the same songs. Sometimes when they adapt from the stage to the film, they either change songs or completely remove them. Um, I'd be interested to see this on Off-Broadway, although I don't think it's happening anymore. Um, But what did you guys... How did you guys feel about the music in general? I I I just... I really liked... I really liked the variety. And... I just thought it was so unique. Like, it was like... It kind of like doesn't seem so like flowy and nice at times like it just seems so like much more lyrical if that makes sense does that make sense at all
1: what do you mean by more lyrical
0: like i feel like it's not like i don't know you know how like in the um in the film he's talking about how broadway I'm just like you know hollywood or whatever just churning out musicals that just sound good and don't have any, like, you know, that's it's one thing he says in the film, right? I feel like, I'm not saying this film doesn't sound good, like, the music isn't good, but it's just, like, I don't know. I, I think, like, some of the songs just, like, aren't, like, super, like, necessarily aesthetically, like, these, like, hypnotizing songs, but are just so much more, like, choppy and, like, lyrical, and, like, I just found myself, like, being so intrigued on how the music really like, I don't know, matched like what, what he was doing or experiencing and
1: things like that.
0: I don't know. I don't so know. is it
1: like the rock influences?
0: Yeah, maybe that, maybe that part. Maybe that's what I is a better way to say it. I don't know. What do you guys, you guys what do you guys think about the music in yeah, general? Yeah, I was
1: gonna say, yeah, rock is very uh underrepresented on Broadway, and it's a uh, very uh surprising when you hear it. Um, Unfortunately for me, rock is not my favorite genre, so it didn't uh, cling to me. uh, As I imagine, it did many of his most ardent fans. Um, And also, his lyrics uh, I was able to appreciate more than uh, viscerally connect with. Just because I prefer a more, I don't know, just like very witty lyrics with complex rhyme schemes that really excites my brain. Um, and he just doesn't have a lot of that. Not to say that his lyrics aren't good or, or, or aren't witty in, uh, in content, but more in... A, you know structure and delivery. I think he has a great talent for emotional observation and that comes through in, in every song, that he really sees uh, the world on a very emotional level and is a- able to take situations from the everyday and make them musical and theatrical. Uh, and He has a very strong sense for that. So when you you know, sit down and and understand the words that are saying, I think it's easy to come to an appreciation of what he's going through. Uh, But for me, it it didn't come out in the uh, pattern, uh, the the lyrical pattern that I uh, love the most. Uh, So it it was very easy for me to appreciate the music, um, but because it's more rock, which I struggle to identify with and you know while the lyrics are very poignant you know the the actual uh, the rhymes and wittiness within the the words themselves uh, weren't to my uh, fancy I didn't leave singing you know all these songs and, and going through the soundtrack afterwards. I, I did play 3090 a lot. I love 3090. It's the first it's good song. song in the film. Uh, a great song to, to kick off the movie with and one that does have some more of the uh, the wit, uh, as does the, the therapy song, I think, was also very funny, very clever, uh, one of his most clever.
0: Um, was that the one where he was... Which one was that? Was that the one with the, the couples therapy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. That was mm-hmm. really good. Uh,
1: but for somebody who does prefer uh, more of a rock style and is just mostly in love with with the emotional observation that he presents, I, I can see how you know this could be a major inspiration to to that person.
2: Yeah. I I think I sort of had the same reaction, just sort of in the opposite way. Like, I like music where the lyrics are just, like, thuddingly obvious. Like, look at Annette. Or, like, either that or, like, incredibly, like, flowery, like, prosy, like... And I... I guess I didn't come out of this movie with much impression of the music. I... I... The moment after I finished the music couldn't tell you what a single song sounded like. In the sense that it... Wasn't very. I didn't find it very melodically interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. S- and neither did any lyric stick out to me. I I do like thirty ninety. I can't tell you what it sounds like, but I remember liking that song. Like I would say, the only thing musically that stuck with me is literally bow, 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 bo 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 <laughs> bo, which which is which is great. But I I I don't know if I was a big fan of the music. I I gotta say.
0: No. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I think the criticism is fair. I think um, I I am a huge fan of rock musicals. Uh, My favorite musical is a rock musical. uh, It's more rock opera musical, whatever. But um, it's Spring Awakening, which is um, but that one has tunes that you would know if you heard them once. They'll never come out of your head. I still they'll still pop in today. This doesn't have that. Um, maybe that's part of the reason why it didn't have the success as, say, something like his, like Rent did. Um, Rent is a rock opera, but Rent has very memorable songs. I mean, the, literally, um, the one, the main songs, 500, 25, you know, I don't know. Maybe you haven't heard it, but it's, yeah, it's. That's, I have seen Rent. Okay, so that's, I mean, that that is a song that you, like, will never forget. This doesn't really have that. I think the closest to it is what you guys said. I think um 3090 is the closest it comes to that. But I still like it. Um, I like the aggressiveness of the music. I like the, I'm a little bit different than Caleb. I, I, I can appreciate very clever, witty, um like, rhyming schemes. But I also like just kind of this, like, what I will say is like a mod podge, just kind of like a very like stream of consciousness type lyrics. Um I don't know. Maybe that's just typical in rock opera. I can't really say. Um Maybe that could be connected to why they're not so memorable. But then I think of like other songs, like other musicals that are rock operas that may be more memorable. So I, I don't know. But I do agree with you both that. I like the music. Like, I think I walked away being like, damn, I like the music, but I also didn't walk away humming or or could really necessarily point to melodies or even maybe specific lyrics that I, like, loved. It was just more a general feeling. Uh, But I think it's a really good criticism. I mean, and possibly one of the main reasons why the musical was never successful as a whole. Um, But, you know... That is what it is. So let's let's talk more about non music stuff. So let's talk about uh how'd you like Andrew Garfield?
2: Andrew Garfield's great. Andrew Garfield is the sole reason I think I even came out remotely positive about this movie.
0: Oh, so he was the best. it, it
2: is very much so what Caleb said about Spencer. It's like it's Spencer, it's like without Kristen Stewart the movie is God like without Andrew Garfield, this movie really does not work at all for me.
1: Interesting. It's crazy because in Spencer it's an American playing a Brit, and here it's a, yeah, it's flipped. it is flipped. What does that mean? um I don't know what does it mean?
0: We, we just can't play ourselves one. then Americans can't play Americans, British people can't play British people, I guess is what it means,
1: right, but that's the only way for the movie to succeed yeah, I don't know. did you like Andrew Sit Garfield on that did you like
0: Andrew Garfield? <laughs> I did. Do you Fair do much. you agree with Eric's sentiment that had he not and again it's always hard to imagine someone else in a different role, but do you agree with his sentiment that if it wasn't Andrew Garfield, you would come out a lot more negative? Or not maybe just not as positive?
1: Uh hard to see anybody else who both looks a lot like Jonathan That's Larson and so would be able to deliver that quality of performance.
0: Yeah, I you know. This is my thing uh, with Andrew Garfield. I haven't seen a lot of his films. The Spider-Man films, I just... Uh, they're really my own experience with him. And my criticism of Andrew Garfield is just that, like... I didn't know how much... This going to mean, like, real acting he could do. And I felt like this... He still had his very, like, typical... I don't know. He just fit this character so well. I mean, he fit him... You know, I don't know how much I'm sure there was a lot of discussion and a lot of planning into how much he was resembling Jonathan Larson overall and just his mannerisms and the way he talked he Wait, had a using very the social network oh he's forgettable what eduardo he's forgettable what
2: he's the like emotional crux of the movie yeah, but, like his...
0: <laughs> yes but him his performance is forgettable like I I personally I just think like I don't know Maybe you're right. Maybe I maybe I I couldn't really see anyone other than Andrew Garfield di- giving that performance. I just never. I don't know why. I've just never been an Andrew Garfield fan until this movie, and then I was like, I see it. Like I see that he was really good. Um, I
1: because th- you've never seen Under the
0: Silver Lake. I haven't. Seriously, I haven't. just kidding. Oh, just kidding. Was he? Was oh, Under the Silver Lake is so good. You, Caleb, is, is not a fan.
2: He's he, good. He's the lead also in Silent, the Martin Scorsese movie. I haven't he's seen. Very it. good in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe I just have only been exposed to Social Network and then the two Spider-Man films. Um, but I thought that he was very good in this film. And I thought that he just like, whether he just feels comfortable in the character or whatever, he, he killed it both singing-wise and just like, I, I yeah, I believed that he was Jonathan Larson. You know, I don't know much about Jonathan Larson besides what he, some of the things he did, but the character was very believable and I really liked it. What did you... What about the... What about uh, Alexandra? Um, I should know her last name. I feel bad now for forgetting it. Um, ship. 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 And uh, Robin de Jesus. Um, good performance. I mean, they were the main three, right?
2: Yeah, I thought they were good. I, I mean, my main problem with the movie is I did not for a second believe that one... Andrew Garfield and Alexander Ship were dating, nor did I ever believe that Andrew Garfield and Robin De Jesus were friends.
0: Really? Yeah. Why, what What? about, like, why?
2: I mean, it's all... Was it pl-
0: chemistry, or is it I, not enough setup?
2: I mean, there was just no...
0: The only scenes
2: we saw of them were Andrew Garfield being terrible to them. So, like, I... And they didn't have necessarily any chemistry in the sense... I didn't feel like... The beginning,
0: he was nice. He was good with it. Like, the whole, like, the whole... Um the fir- like the second song when they're all getting re- when he- he's getting ready with them bo, 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 Yeah 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 um also the when he went to her her dance recital and threw her the party like I believed it And oh, like the first really moment together on all. the roof
2: I-, I I don't know I did it I all didn't felt very artificial trips. What is your
0: what you- it you're-, had- you're the tiebreaker in this Caleb what do you
1: think Uh I believed the the dating relationship more in the actions than the people actually thought they didn't have excellent chemistry. You uh, didn't think the actors had chemistry, mm-hmm. okay? The friendship, I believe. Yeah, I, I believe the friendship.
0: Yeah, I I will go. I will side with Caleb on the. I think if I had to choose, I thought the friendship was more believable. Do you think me? Ne- I thought, I thought neither were believable. I thought the dating was more believable. Really? What? I, what about? I just like,
2: it just, everything they did just felt so fake to me. It was, like, not, like, in the acting and just, like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like they had any chemistry, nor did they have any, like,
0: happy moments. You've Mm -hmm. seen Rent, right? Yeah, You don't think it felt a little bit like that? Like, some of the... No. ...character relationship?
1: Hmm.
2: It felt very plastic.
0: Yeah. I mean, Rent is obviously the complete opposite of that. You feel those relationships are Um, crazy. And
2: I, I, I think that really, like, I... I think like what saved this for me was like Andrew Garfield, Garfield <laughs> singing like his performance is so dynamic and he like you can feel that he has some like clear like personal passion for the project to the point yeah. that it like pushed past the fact that like everything else in this movie felt really fake and unemotional to me.
0: really oh my gosh I don't I can't agree I don't know yeah I don't know why I'd say, I mean it's you know we love we agree to disagree um yeah, I believed the friendship a lot. I really, and I really liked the character of Michael. Um, I wish he had been in it a little bit more um, overall. Just maybe not I more, wish that, but.
2: I wish too.
0: I, I think it could have, maybe that would have helped. You give them more. He ends, up,
2: I, he ends up feeling like a plot device. A little like bit. H- I agree like with they, that. I agree with <laughs> like that. Like HIV just comes up at the very end and then it inspires him to write Rent. This
0: is this is the hard thing. I, in any autobiographical piece, it's like, thank you for the thumbs up. Um, It's it's hard because one, he's going to write this as he sees it and it's going to also be... I don't know. It's... I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think I'm with you because I think that... Of course, it's going to be mainly about Jonathan Larson, but I I do think as much as I very much believe the relationships and felt very good about them, I could see maybe even just I still wanted more, and maybe having more would help with your feeling.
1: Also, I think important to note that the in the musical, I don't think the character. Of yeah, Michael you're right. I'm I- sorry. Exists. Yeah, you're right. So, and like that's just like a movie incorporation. Yeah. Or, or wait a, so what addition. happens
2: in the musical that causes him? Does so Rent is not in the musical well, obviously Rent is not in the musical at all because he hasn't written it
1: yet. yeah so like yeah. what it's
2: yeah, yeah I, I kept wait kinda, what happens in the actual musical
0: the it's, musical was the stuff he was doing on stage that's every,
1: uh, yeah but like it's just him like singing about his it's life. basically all the oh, so, it's okay. basically so
0: it's basically all the songs but there is, there is he does talk about Michael
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but you know, Michael's not, not a, character. a real character. Yeah, I, it, it seems see like he saying. probably wouldn't go into that huge argument. Like that seems like it was just written for the movie. Yeah, so I, I, hard. You're right. you're hard right. If there's any shortcomings, there hard to pin those on Larson himself. The
0: in general, I think you're right. the The part of these, the part of the movie that's probably more op- not open to criticism, but just more maybe less good is <laughs> just the parts that are not the musical and the movie because the, everything that's not pretty much him on stage singing or talking is just made up not made up but are is is the movie and not the musical
2: I did dislike so those sections more yeah I, I, I will say so
0: like um and the way I thought about it was just based on the beginning when she's talking about, we don't know. Remember, she says that line about, like, we don't know what how much is really true. Like, because he died and obviously doesn't have input on the movie, they use the musical and then whatever else to develop the movie. So they probably don't. Obviously, this part of it is probably dramatized, fictionalized. I guarantee there's parts of the movie that are completely dramatized. Like, I bet the HIV thing, I would not be surprised if that's dramatized. Like, maybe...
2: I will say, I was shocked to find out he was straight. Who? Jonathan Larson. I was oh. shocked when the girlfriend showed up. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, don't, I wasn't shocked, but um, I can see what you're saying. Um, I wonder, I'd be interested to know if, like, for instance... You know, because it's in the musical probably that, uh, like, there's a song about him, uh, Michael catching, you know, or not catching HIV, but like, um, you know, like his feelings afterwards. But I wonder if the way he found out and the whole setup in the movie is actually what happened or, you-, you know, how biopic...
2: That actually makes a lot of sense because my main concern with this, other than not believing the relationships, is that there's nothing in this that feels very separate from a general biopic.
0: Yeah. Everything that's the more movie is more biopic and everything that's more musical is in the musical. Like, the whole stuff with him and Superbia is, like, I don't even know how much it's referenced. Like, the songs that are in there that are Superbia are not in his musical.
2: Because the musical is only this outer layer.
0: Yeah, there's, like, the, yeah, there's like a weird layer. I, I was finding myself confused with that, like, separating sometimes, like, parsing through. But, like, when they're singing, for instance the um the the uh like the audition or like the workshop like that's not in the musical so there's there's like a mixture there um I'd be interested to know how much is like dramatized or not
2: I actually really liked that workshop I thought that song high moment like
0: felt yeah. Yeah, Felt that like was that was good. Uh, a quick note, I guess, before we move on to another topic is that I I really did like the relationship, and I won't lie that I I definitely cried at um, two sections, um, the HIV section for sure, and then him kind of like like him finding out, and then, then like his reaction, kind of moving forward through that, um, which goes into the song. Um, real life, which I actually, I I, I like that. Um, I I do remember that one. Um, and there was another section. It might have been towards the end. I think like. Um, but definitely the that that scene was very. Uh, it was powerful. I thought. I thought it was pretty powerful. Um, but maybe that's because I was pretty bought with their relationship, or maybe it's just the the sadness of him getting HIV and. Reacting the way he does and everything like that, but I mean, overall, the film is about you know, you know, who who doesn't appreciate a tortured artist film? Um, it's about a tortured artist and also the tortured people around him, uh, both tortured by their own pursuits of art, but also their relationship to him, which I thought was very well done. I I really liked. I thought that having the the you know like the characters backstory is like them being artists and seeing them kind of go different paths in life and then the really the conflicts between him and them, which yeah, maybe weren't well, a lot of times it was just him being a dick, like you said, but um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
2: Yeah, oh no. I I felt like partway through the movie, as soon as they go oh, like, HIV is taking so many of us. I was like, oh, so this guy gets HIV. And then I was already just waiting for them to drop that, like, plot oh, device. Oh, you, you saw it coming. Yeah, like, as soon as there's that one, like, specific moment where the hospital beds. And then, I don't I don't know, like, the tortured artist thing, I feel like it just felt very generic. I, I, I don't know. Like, man is ma- so invested in his art that he is not only arrogant and thinking that he's better than everyone around him, but also is just terrible to them as he is so consumed by his arch that he cannot bother to be, like, a good person. And then...
1: Eric, are you describing Phantom Thread?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Phantom Thread is very funny, and Phantom Thread plays on that.
0: I, I think... I'm going to play devil's advocate. I-, I think that... um, While... One, I think that... Sure... The plot twist of him getting be may not have been the craziest thing, um, and the torture artist may be generic. But I'll start off by saying I've said this before many times on the podcast. Sometimes life is full of cliches as it is, <laughs> and so I, I bought it. I, 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 for some reason, that never bothers me in movies too much. If I like see something coming, I'm actually just so I don't know why I just like never think two steps ahead uh, for a good movie. And like when I'm in like really enveloped by a movie like this. I didn't find myself thinking. Far I guess it's ahead. like if
2: I had bought into the relationships, I wouldn't have minded the yeah. fact that I felt like I had seen this. That's movie
0: fair. Before. That's fair. And I, with the with the tortured artist, I don't know about that. I I, I mean, yeah, I, I there's nothing cre- like super brand new, but I think the the fact that one it is a real story, right? It's it, it's true for the most part. Like I feel like that's what
2: all of these biopics are though.
0: Well, well, I mean, what, what's the what's a tortured artist biopic though, that you can think of?
2: I don't know like uh um... I don't know if
0: there's many like I don't artists don't really get biopics
1: really, do they? In the same way. I didn't way? see it, but possibly in Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Yeah, but that one
1: Rocket Man. That's okay. also I didn't yeah. see. No, those are
0: those are I don't know, there's something different. There's going to sound Even weird. something like Free Solo it's reminded because, me a lot of this. It's because I think he's a play, It's cuz he's a playwright. Or, like a musical art. Like it's be, it's a different. I don't know why. It plays differently. And I think Yeah, I see what you're saying. I I think, yeah, is it, if you take that Bohemian Rhapsody and even Rocketman, although Rocketman, I won't talk shit about because I I really think Rocketman's a great movie. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody does this pretty well too. Again, one, life is full of cliches and the cliche of a tortured artist happens (laughs) to be a real thing. Um, I'm sure one of us will know that one day or many of us or all of us. Let's hope not. Um, But... I, I I don't know. I think it I think it played very well, and maybe it's Andrew Garfield's performance, but I think he played it very well. I think that first man it felt it's not artist. It's not an artist.
2: It's someone who gets How so consumed you? by his work that he begins to like like responsibility. But responsibility. the context is it's different. but it's the same,
0: they're, they're, they're it's like, the same idea. A- you know, it's the I same idea. Is it as a tortured artist? Artist is different because uh, it's
1: about someone getting so consumed. Do you, with you know it. what it takes to become an astronaut? <laughs> no,
2: no, it's the I'm same thing. Someone who becomes so consumed with, with their like career. their specific career, or whatever or they're goal. doing that, like, they begin to like sort of, I don't know, become terrible to everyone around.
0: Them Eric, working. if but like, if we think about if we think about every movie that way, isn't every movie? Like, aren't there like just like four or five main plot ideas? Like, lo- like you know, like I don't know. I like
1: there are seven.
0: <laughs> there are. What are they? Love. Uh, like, no. Seriously though, but like, aren't? I-, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. M- maybe it doesn't feel revolutionary. Um, on the idea, pop star doesn't add something. <laughs> never stop. <laughs> yeah. Never stop. tortured me. artist. Um,
2: no, seriously. Like, actually. Yeah.
0: yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like... I see what you're saying. But I, I don't know, this Synectic movie, in New York. This movie, <laughs> that's a very good, I mean, that's a very, I mean, talk about a movie that takes an idea and goes- The Prestige. A very- Yeah. I mean, what you're saying is correct, but that's the point. There, Shrek 2. Some, <laughs> 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 there, you're mentioning good movies. That's the thing. Uh, Shrek 2. So, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I don't necessarily know if it has to be revolutionary, but it has to be- fresh in some way and i I felt like this was in a way that something like bohemian rhapsody wasn't bohemian rhapsody in terms of the biopic tortured artist genre felt generic rocket man in my opinion is a great example of a movie that could be literally exactly the same but is a hundred times better maybe that's because of the why it's actually well one because it's actually a musical uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is not a musical. Bohemian Rhapsody is a biopic with music. Be, uh, Rocket Man's a, one. The performance. Uh, R- Rami Malek's great as um, um. Freddie police, Mercury. Yeah, thank you. But um, can someone give him the actor of Rocket Man? Taron Egerton. He is phenomenal, um, in that movie. And, and 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 because it's a musical, I believe it more. I think this is the thing. Tortured artists may not play well, but tortured artists musical. I'm a sucker for. Mm. I think it's good. I think it works. I don't think it's been overdone yet, because I think that Rocket Man's like that. But this is a tortured artist musical, and the music, the musical aspect of it really brings out that tortured artist, and just like the lyrics, and and just like some of the songs. The whole, like, I think about the song in the dining hall, in the dining dining hall, the <laughs> dining very dining a, hall <laughs> in the diner, where mm-hmm. like things just stop and. He's complaining kind of about his life. I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't think you're wrong. I just think it's, it wasn't enough for me to be like, eh, it's generic. It's the same thing. And I mean, it wasn't enough for you to be, obviously hate the movie either, but I don't know. Caleb, what do you think? I mean, do you think it seems to be pretty generic or do you think it gives anything new to the genre or do you think it being like what do you what do you think in terms of
1: yeah it wasn't the most specific uh
0: like revolutionary mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: not in a way like
0: if we're going just like a screenplay right something like in new york
1: Pretty. Yeah. That's revolutionary, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it is though. It, it, but it's
2: it's not even it's not even that. It's like that. The, like the relationship. Like it's, it's like the relationship doesn't like the relationships don't feel specific. And like what's yeah the situation aside from like oh this Jonathan he is like if you had just said if you had just told me like basic biopic man writing a play he really wants to make I could see it very being very similar. Very to this. similar.
0: Do you think the musical aspect though adds something different to it? I mean, imagine if it wasn't a musical. I mean, the movie would be terrible.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think there's that many spontaneous musical moments in the movie aside from really? Brunch and Bobo Bo. Because the rest of it is him being like, okay, this is like a rehearsal for this song. In my memory, at least. Well,
0: but then there's a lot of cuts to... Like, the outside thing. Yeah, the, which the is like musical. Which I consider
2: like a little separate. Like yeah. The actual part of it that feels very generic isn't really a musical.
0: There's some at the end, too. There's the one where he goes and plays the piano in the park. But and that's also, seen...
2: like, outside of the... At
1: and that point, then, that's like... But I... When he's done, it starts to rain, <laughs> yeah. and he doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it just rains into the piano. Hey, that's pretty revolutionary. Pretty anxiety-inducing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I think... Do you think, like... But my, my question for you is more Eric, but also Caleb. Does that matter? Like, in the end... Do you when you watch a film, is it that is that like an afterthought or is that even a thought during where you're like, "Oh, this is the, like, oh, I've seen this before, or is this something where you're like after the movie's over, you're like, that was good, eh, it wasn't revolutionary. you know, like does it hurt your viewing experience or do you feel like it's a more reflective like oh well, actually,
1: uh, a movie doesn't have to be revolutionary for me to maybe that's the wrong word it has to, to feel it. specific but yeah specific is more important yeah if this had a better screenplay then it would be a better movie uh like for example i think the the scenes that jumped out to me as being the most generic were uh like for some argument scenes especially like the arguments on the uh, walk uh i think you just like actually in the in the date the dating relationship their arguments i thought like mm. ah here we go. Yeah. This is the argument scene. They're, they're going through the motions here.
0: I did like that it was paralleled with the, with the song and the musical. I will say that. You know, for the most part, the musical follows the same tr- – Like if, if we think of the two timelines, they follow. And I did like the juxtaposition. But if it was even stronger, I, I agree. If that scene was stronger in the, the movie world part of it, then it could have been even better, the juxtaposition, because I would have liked it to be – I didn't – because the song is so, like, witty – and like snappy and so like, uh, it's, I, I it's a good song and it would the I agree that the the this movie scene of it, is m- rather meh.
1: Yeah. Uh, if it was a better screenplay, it would be a better movie. Uh, and I think that is the distinguishing element that makes this a good movie and not a great movie.
0: Yeah. I I mean. Yeah, I mean I mean again, I think that um I found myself for, for most of it staying very pretty connected. Um but yeah, I agree. I mean, by no means is is this a perfect film. I mean I could say about ninety nine percent of films. Um yeah, I, I would I think the weaker parts probably come from just, I guess, some of the more what I guess can be called generic scenes, um, but I think maybe now I, I I'm more noticed in self reflection rather than in the moment. Um, but yeah,
2: I don't know. I guess for me, it's in the moment in the sense that, like Caleb mentioned, like going through the motions. I was like, oh, like this does not feel like a real conversation. Like, okay, I, the, the yeah. relationships don't feel real. This. In the sense that it feels like they're saying like boilerplate things and they're doing boilerplate like cliche movie things. And the like, there's nothing about their characters or their relationship, either in the chemistry or in much of the characterization, partially because I don't think the girlfriend gets much characterization. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. To make it feel anything more than like she is here as the girlfriend.
0: Yeah. I, I, that was one of my main criticisms, I think, is that I think there could be a little bit more especially Michael can have a little bit more and I think uh, she could have a lot more um, because she's really only there in some regards to be the girlfriend and be the plot of him choosing whether or not for her to stay or like asking her to stay. And then, you know, her realizing that he's never going to really be, he's, too focused on his work and not really going to be, you know, when he, she's like, Oh, you're thinking about a song, right. Or how you can turn this into a song. So I, I thought it was a cool moment, but um, yeah, I, I agree that the, the care, those two characters lack definitely some depth. Um, and it's like, if you're going to have more depth, like, or it's like, there's a lot of characters in the film, but those two in particular need that depth because of the relationship you're supposed to, they have with Jonathan Larson and the weight that they're supposed to have with their relationship. So I'm I'm with you on that. Um but it was still I I still bought it. Um and I think yeah. I don't know um do you know who wrote the screenplay?
1: I should know this Ooh, it's based like Steven Levinson something. Um maybe. I wonder wrote how the much... the book for Dear Evan Hansen. It yeah, it is Steven Levinson. Um
2: he also wrote the movie, Dear Evan Hansen.
0: Oh, you are correct. He wrote the movie... And Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, that's TBA. They're turning Fiddler on the Roof into a movie. And the Wonka Have you seen movie
2: Fiddler with um, Timothy Chalamet.
1: You haven't seen Fiddler on the Roof? You surprised? What, what? It's about Jewish history. What are, what are you trying to say? You are a Jewish man. What are you trying to say?
0: Well, I'm just surprised you haven't seen it. Oh, is it because I'm Jewish? Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> I don't know, it's a good musical. I feel like if I was Jewish, I would want to see it. I don't know. I don't think I don't
1: think And like, why is that, Zach? Because it's
0: it's about being Jewish. Uh, what am I saying that's wrong? I don't think this is I don't think this is any of this is wrong. I'm just saying it's a great musical. I mean what 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 do Italians have to be proud of? Come on. Like at least you guys got fiddler on the roof, you know?
1: Yeah, The Godfather. What do Italians want to be proud of? <laughs>
0: Watch House of Gucci. Thank yeah, you. That's true. <laughs> I guess I should do that. All right, anything else, guys, to wrap up? Um, any last thoughts on Tick, Tick,
1: Boom? I liked... I was suckered at the end. I was finally suckered in when he was looking back to his high school days and just chatting mm-hmm. with Michael about how they both were going to make it. That's an example of cheesy cliche that I just... I I didn't care. It got me.
0: I I I liked it. I also liked the um, the way they had the clips, like the smaller aspect ratio. Um,
2: the like IRL like yeah. real clips.
0: Yeah. Um, are they real though? I don't know if they're real. Those are like those are the real people, right? I don't know because they had no. They did that too with in the beginning. And yeah. It, it was Andrew Garfield in it. Oh, it was. Yeah. I don't know if there's any real footage until the very end until credits. Very end. I, that that's a good question. I wonder. I don't think it is because, I don't think they would just have that footage of the kids doing the no. There's there's no way that's the real footage. I could be wrong though. I did like that moment as well. I thought it was I was a sucker for that too. I'm a sucker for cliches. What can I say? I really
2: liked all the Sondheim stuff.
0: I like. I think that's part of like like
2: that's part of where the reverence comes in. Like Mm. like Garfield clearly has a reverence for Tick Tick Boom. So does Manuel with Manuel with Larson. And then that then translates to everything that happens with Sondheim, where you can feel like you can really feel the reverence they have for like his persona. And like I have a sense of this persona as well. So like everything that he was in felt more real to me
0: yeah i, I all of those those were good scenes real. i the one in... i also
2: did see that he wrote his phone call. yeah i wrote the phone call. i was just
0: gonna bring that up eric you know how to read my mind you are just a godsend i was looking up stuff about the movie and the first news article i saw was that uh they had uh the screenplay they had written it and he said something similar. I like, I
2: wouldn't say that.
0: Yeah. He had said something similar, like you're going to make like something like whatever. And then he was like, I would not say that. Can I, can I write it? And then they were like, oh my God. Yeah, of course you can write it. And he wrote something <laughs> that still comes off kind of cheesy, but.
1: And recorded it. Um, yeah, he recorded and it. And
0: recorded, recorded it. Yeah. So I, I, uh, it's a cool little, little thing, um, which is also sad because he just died. Yeah. Um, yeah. But nine days ago something like that like a week and a half ago uh one of the greats obviously um especially in the musical theater world um yeah that was really weird to be watching it and then i was like because like you know at the end you're like jonathan larson which you know of course biopics ending with the whole death thing but it's kind of it i think it plays not that tragedy plays better in this but it's just like because he died at such a young age it matched so well with the music of him being 30 and feeling old, but you know, like all this stuff. And then like him to just die so suddenly and it to be the night before he was going to go night before the first production of rent. Like that, that is some like tragic irony. Like that, that got me a little bit. I was just like, wow. The night before he finally like accomplished his dream and like got, you know, Rent, which became and is one of the most famous musicals, just he just died. So it was, it was crazy. And then to have um Sondheim die uh this week when the movie came out. It came out when did it come out? Like, like like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. So um
2: And then West to have West Side story come out
0: Yeah next week. Yeah. It isn't
2: there like a isn't Company back on Broadway, Broadway?
0: Yeah, it might be. I think um, there's a Company
2: revival right now.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder Do you know how much um, he had input on the on the movie
2: for West Side Story? Yeah,
0: I have. I have no clue. I hope it. I'm. I'm sure he did. There's no way he didn't. That would be crazy yeah. if he didn't.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't very involved. Because it's already been a West Side Story movie as also. Is there really? Yeah. Who directed it? Um, it's. he's older now, or was older. Maybe um, he'd want because. yeah, Spielberg.
2: Robert Wise, but it's a it is it is a classic.
0: I'm
1: it's gonna, pretty
2: good too. I've seen it.
1: Um. That's crazy.
0: Um. That's so crazy. Oh no, he did. He says. He said apparently. I have to wait for this ad. He said that the new West Side Story is terrific, and Spielberg and Kushner really nailed it. So this is from the maker himself. So maybe we should be a little bit more excited. Um, People are loving it. Yeah, he said. I'm not going to say anything, but he yeah, or I'm not going to say too much, but he said it was really terrific. Everybody go. Well, I mean, of course he's going to say that. But um, yeah, he uh, he said specifically it was because of Pulitzer Prize winner Tony Kushner who has received two screenplay nominations for Munich and Lincoln. So I you know I, I don't know how I feel about it. I like West Side Story. It's got incredible music. Um but I'm a little nervous, especially by with Spielberg too. Especially with Spielberg. I, I don't know why. I don't have anything against Spielberg. It's just that like it doesn't seem like
2: this seems th- like his thing. It
0: really? It doesn't seem like it would
2: I Feel m- like he makes big grand like but it's uh, like just this.
0: musical, right?
2: Like, I, I, like, I'm surprised it's his first musical, honestly.
0: I don't know. This will be crazy. We're, we? When is that? We won't be together when that comes it out. It comes we'll, out next week. It comes oh, out before we, reading. It we'll comes probably, out during We should days. see it during finals week. Um, That'll be interesting. Well, this is a good discussion. I think this is a good episode. Uh, musicals. We should definitely... Uh, West Side Story will be back uh, better than ever uh, with another musical.
2: Uh, we had lots of musicals this year.
0: Yeah. Well, I haven't seen a net yet. Yeah. Um, and West Side Story, in this. In the Heights. Uh, <laughs> one, <laughs> one of these is not like the other. And um, that one is in the Heights. Uh, sorry, in the Heights. But... I feel like we've got a fun. There probably is. Yeah, but yeah, we'll be back next week with bad. our reviews of Licorice Pizza and Power of the Dog. But before then, we will bid you adieu.
1: Goodbye. A